0: This week's episode of The Fish Tank was recorded prior to the incredibly tragic news of former Miami Dolphins head coach Tony Sperano's untimely passing. You will hear our guest Mike Pouncey fondly recall his memories of playing under Coach Sperano, and on behalf of OJ and the rest of our team here on The Fish Tank, we would like to offer our deepest condolences to the entire Sperano family.
1: What's up, Big Seth? What's
0: going on, Juice? Hey,
1: you know everybody wants to make money, but I always ask, yeah. who's keeping track of your
0: money? No doubt about it, man. That's why for the past 15 years, I've gone to my guy, Rob, at ARS
1: and Associates for all of my personal and professional accounting needs. Oh, man. Rob's the best. And his son is one heck of a baseball player.
0: Yeah, he is. Rob's also so professional. He's trustworthy. Hey, you know, that's
1: the most important part, man. It definitely is.
0: And the entire team at ARS handles personal accounting, corporate, bookkeeping, payroll. Hey,
1: they also work with athletes and charities, correct? You know they do.
0: So call ARS and Associates for a free consultation at 305-653-7350. Ask for our guy, Rob, or visit their website at arsaccounting.com.
1: That's arsaccounting.com. And make sure you mention that the fish tank sent you to get your first month of payroll services free. All right, Solo, bring us in. You're now diving into the fish tank.
2: Sitting down with Seth Living. Seth OJ juice, juice man. Oh, and this is strictly for them true fans, yeah. dog fans. Number one. One. Of course, y'all. This ain't an wow. ordinary sports talk. Never been that fish tank.
0: Welcome back to the Fish Tank here in the fish, fish Tank time. Studios. Juice, it has time. been a big week, two weeks, month for you, man.
1: Uh, uh, be welcome be back. Thanks, man. You know, I've been on a little vacay. Uh, but it's nice to get back in the studio, and uh, what better way to kick off our return to the to the studio and with the, with this great guest that we have today.
0: Guests plural, if plural. you heard that, folks. Well, this S- is uncharted waters here for the fish tank. Not one guest, but two guests. Man, I I, I can't even say former Miami Dolphin. That really <laughs> like pains me. Hard, but right? so we'll just say Miami Dolphin great. Now former. He's top fifty, so he's always. That's you top fifty. That's, that's right. right. So that's, that's right. immortalized. Mike Pouncey is here. But we don't just have one Pouncey for you in the fish tank. We have two Pounceys. Mike and Marquise Pouncey, welcome to the fish tank, guys. Oh, thanks, thanks for
3: having us. We're thank excited you. to be here.
0: We're excited. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. I called <laughs> Juice. I know. So, you know, thank goodness for social media. And I don't really <laughs> even know how to use Instagram. But this thing, the stories. Was, was, I, I don't know what, what the chat? hell it was. But this thing came up. And I, it was Mike's picture. And I clicked on it. And I'm like, damn, he's in Florida. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I reached out. And uh, he hit me up for some cash from the foundation for nice. the big thank weekend. Hey, Drew, hey, I means thank a lot. Nah, uh, all kidding aside, you guys do incredible work. I know Mike, you and JT have worked together at the foundation and, and the work you've done with the ping pong tournament and, and where you've utilized those dollars, yes, sir. Uh, the young people in Lakeland. Um, so, so it's our pleasure to support well, in that regard. You. But he was here and he said, we'll be back in a few days. I said, well, you know, Juice and I got this podcast. And he said, man, I'll come with my brother. So, and up. here they are. That's, yeah. that's great. Man, man. That's, that's, that's a great get. You don't understand. Huge. You know two in the radio business, a get. That's a, this is a great get right here. Yeah. So so really excited to have you guys. And as I'm sitting here looking, I'm not used to seeing two people here. And it looks a little double vision here. <laughs> Obviously you guys are twins and, and I can't ignore that. Uh, and Marquise, you and I were talking about it. So we had juice. We This was really embarrassing to tell this story. <laughs> but, you know, we do our annual event, uh, to, celebrated the 15th annual golf tournament. Mike and Marquise, as you know, because you see them out there as well that's every year. It. Every year they've been they, in the, the league. support every year. Uh, yeah, everything every that we've done. Not the greatest golfers that I've no, ever no, seen. No, no. but yeah. We <laughs> come we out We buy those, those motherfuckers. But you know what, though? Yeah. So they keep coming back and they have a good time. That's it. Guys, man. They're <laughs> there there
1: to hang out with your your sponsors and the guys hey, yeah, that are out there. It's an experience. They do a great job with It's all about an experience.
0: But the night before we have our dinner and the guys come in and they're always on time and they walk the red carpet and, you know, Mike knows my wife from ping pong. And so he comes out and we're talking and gives my wife a big hug. And and I start talking to him about, you know, what's going to happen in free agency. And he says, this is Marquise, man. You know, I'm Marquise, I'm like, oh, I shit. I let him keep going for it, man. <laughs> he did.
3: I, I, I couldn't play it off no more. He went to talking about family members. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know like, I'm Marquise. So. I, I was so embarrassed, man. Now, that's
1: I, had to happen a bunch of times that you got
3: I'm telling you, well, I'm at the gas station, I'm at Publix. Everyone always comes up, man, how the Dolphins this year, where now they say, how's L.A.? And I'm, I'm sitting there playing along with it. Right. I, they asked how Tannehill was, and I'm like, he's doing great in recovery. He's coming back a
0: stronger.
3: <laughs> wow. <laughs> whole doctor report
0: and yeah, everything. I know everything. So,
3: I mean, obviously, <laughs> I don't want to embarrass people like that, but Seth got to the point I just had to tell him.
0: <laughs> in front of my wife. And she oh, she thought it was the funniest thing and, of course, jumped in the middle of you guys and took a picture. But I was like, I've known these dudes for seven years. So I can imagine when people who really don't know you, it's just ha- oh, yeah. has this been happening since you were, like, children
3: children? whole lives. Even our family members sometimes. Our kids get us confused sometimes. No, Your kids. daughter calls me dad. Oh, yeah. My daughter All and the the son call him dad. And it, they just get us confused. And we just go wow. along. It's been a We're part of us. I mean, so what
1: wait so wait So what, what distinguishes you two? Because, I mean, I'm looking at you both. And obviously you're identical. Yep. What is there? Is there anything that distinguishes yeah, yeah, sure, you? Sure, sure. I look a little bit better. There it is. I knew it was something. <laughs> was, like, it's Marquise, that's that. Marquise. Saying that. <laughs> that's
2: Marquise. That's right. Yeah. Mike's looking like he's heard that line before, too. That's his go to
0: line. That's his yeah, go to. Yeah, he says it every day. That is hilarious. So, but I mean, are there any, you know, tell us, like, was there a, a, a seventh grade deal where you're like, hey, man, I don't want to go to math class today? You got me? Or have you guys ever run those kind of games? You know,
3: actually, our whole lives, we kind of. We took every class together. He's so just like, been together. Yeah, we even and when we went to college, we majored in the same thing, and so we kind of took every class together. He had a bowling class in a college that I didn't get into. They didn't let me in,
1: involved in that one. So uh, I used bowling to try, class in yeah, college, straight I a. Think, a. I think he A. straight A students. That's what's Trust, me. Trust me. dominate, academic <laughs> all Americans <laughs> up in Florida. That's how we do it, Juice. Know <laughs> it? That's, <laughs> that's right. how you win. <laughs> Man, I love it. I tell you, bowling's what—that's right up my alley. Literally, it's like, uh, that's, that's it. You, you, you guys still get yeah, out there yeah. and bowl a little Just bit? Just had
3: a high score. Me and my daughter tied at 75. <laughs> that's <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was, it was Com- nice.
1: Combined? <laughs> okay. yeah. we no, we t- tied. She actually on another team. That's, you know, that's a win for her, Marquis. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a so, dub so for her never right there. It.
0: <laughs> Juice does an incredible bowling tournament every year, so you that's guys right. will
3: have to come. We'll get you guys in. We're on President's Day, so we'll get you guys in. We're off. We'll definitely come out.
1: Absolutely, man. It's fun. It's for calls like you guys always trying to give back to the community, and so we continue to do down here and, as Seth, you know, is always done too with the Jason Taylor Foundation. So uh, I, that's what I love about most about you guys too, man. You guys are always giving back. Not only your own things you do up in Lakeland, but you do a lot of different things down here yep. supporting Jason's event. I've been to a bunch of events that you guys have been to as well. Mm-hmm. And Marquise, you—I mean, you play in Pittsburgh, yeah—but you're always down here as well. You have a house down here as well, well in I, South Florida. I gotta
3: say this, man. When I come down here, I stay rent free.
4: Ah! <laughs> why he's telling everybody he's money.
3: <laughs> I, I bunk up, and Mike got a. Pretty Nice, yeah, I, I bet. That be. No yeah. doubt, no doubt. that ruining damn run. second
4: <laughs> right. contracts. No joke. Now,
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in it, I'm looking for that third one. I uh, know that's right, <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right.
0: That's great stuff. Good deal. So, but there's so nothing there's never a, like Urban Meyer chewed your ass when he missed a block, or there's there's nothing like that.
3: Coach Meyer knew if he yelled at one of us, he had to get on both of us. So yeah, got we're it. coming after him. That's our guy. We love him to death. He was really hard on us, but um, yeah. we appreciate everything he's done for us.
1: Well, no, I'm glad. Uh, you know, I wish he would have stayed in Florida because now he's in the Big Ten at Ohio State and he's giving my Nicky Lions. Fit you know, bringing that Florida style that Florida you know flavor mm. you know all that speed and talent He's that, a you very know. good recruiter yeah he, he is he knows what to say he does he took us away from Florida, <laughs> so, <State. laughs> so what did he really say?
3: yeah I mean for us we were we were committed to Florida state for two years uh, that would have been we a big grew mistake. up Florida state fans we. <laughs> Our family was big time Seminole fans and uh you know we spent a lot of weekends up there uh before our senior year. So our sophomore and junior junior year, we go up there to all the games, we hang out. We had a guy that left our high school the year before us that was a really good friend of ours mm. that was going to school up there at the time. And um, you know, we, we spent a lot of time there. And then uh Chris Rainey, our stepbrother at the time, he was like, Hey, I want you guys to come to this Florida football camp with me. At the Gators, we're like, nah, we're not going there. We're Florida State fans. We're not going to, to anything that's involved with the Gators. And uh, he convinced us to go up. We spent a lot of time with Coach Meyer. Uh, Steve Adazio was the offensive line coach at the time. And, coach uh, Evensy too. Yeah, and John Strong too. Right. was close to his, you know, his wife. Co- grew Charlie from Strong's Lakeland. wife from Lakeland. And so once we oh, had no to kidding. meet all these yeah. guys, we just fell in love with him. Was like, man, they were a younger coaching group. They were excited to have us. We went in to meet Bobby Bowden one time, and he didn't know we were, we, recruit, <laughs> we were recruits there. And we was like, man, what the heck? We've been, we've been all this time. Here for you've two been committed years. to you. It was like, what's going on? Like how his older age, Mike. Oh. Yeah. Bobby yeah, was on. definitely hey, on a different yeah, part yeah, of that arc. Yeah, too. Yeah. He <laughs> sure. still wants to give him a break on that, but I, at the time, we we were, we loved Florida State, and so we were really excited about being recruits there, and so it kind of crushed us. And then at the time, then we fell in love with Coach Meyer and those guys, and they convinced us to go there. And we're driving back home from Lakeland or from Gainesville to Lakeland and we called our mom, was like, hey, we're going to uh we're going to Florida. We just committed. She was like, No, you're not. Call the coach and oh, tell She me, wasn't like, having it. No, because oh. we all grew up Florida State fans. And so she was upset about it. But uh once she kind of kinda go up there and meet the coaches, she fell in love with them too. And she was like, you know what, this is the place for you guys to go. And you're yeah. and you're closer to home.
1: Well you know what they should have gone after mom first. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, right, that's right. All good recruiters <laughs> and coaches. They they get mom that's why we were so close to Odell
3: Hagens. And uh, literally, I literally I can't make this up. We had a three hour conversation once we switched. He I mean he was literally in tears on the phone. I mean, it was it broke his heart because it kind of broke our heart at the same time. But at that time too, I will say this: we had another high school player, and all of us went up there. It was seven of us. And it was another guy that one of our best friends growing up played little league and everything together. And um, it was like one of the, the breaking deal was Coach Meyer was like, "Man, if he gets a full scholarship here, because I think Coach was already going to give him one anyways, but he yeah. was right on the brink of him and another guy. And uh, he had a lot of other scholarships to other big time universities. But we all wanted to go together. And we was like, "Man, if he gets a full scholarship, we're guaranteed we'll all come here."
1: Wow, Coach Meyer know that? Yeah, heck yeah, he yeah. Does. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so once hey, that hey, happens, no know. dummy, we're going to give him no. a 5 a year, a year that deal. We <laughs> want to get his doctorate. <laughs> we're going to keep him here. If we get these twins here, right? It well,
3: worked out for the best for all of us, man. We yeah. all won there. We got a national championship, and um, obviously, coach has a couple of them now. But uh, it was it was a fun time. Yeah, really that's fun, good man. stuff,
0: man.
1: You know, it was a fun time as a Gator fan, Juice. I just wanted to share that with. Oh, I you. Know as you. Well. I know you. I know you wanted to share that. <laughs> man. Man. Uh, we haven't been relevant for a while, and you guys went in there and uh, had a, a, a your whole career. It was you guys, guys were in the fight huh? the whole time. Yeah, it was. It was always nice. in the in the picture for the national title.
0: Absolutely,
3: <laughs> it was a fun time.
0: So, speaking of which, it's hard to talk about that team and talk about the Gators without the guy that spent some time behind the two of you, right? Yeah, yeah, Tim. Uh, to Without, yeah, you got to talk about Tim Tebow. And, and so Oja and I were talking about what can we ask these guys when they come in? And we needed to talk a little Tim Tebow. So I wanted to know what is, like, the least Tim Tebow thing that you ever saw Tim Tebow do in right. your time? You know, you don't have to throw anybody under the no, bus no, no, here. No, 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 he, so, I, 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 just, mean, I Tim's mean, cool. We, trust yeah.
3: me. We love him to death. And obviously, I think I, I want people to know that he was truly what he says he is, man. Yeah, uh, he lived he, it. He lived that. He was that godly yeah. person on the team and absolutely did everything the right way. And, I mean, I, I I've never seen him hang around a, you know, a female or have, have, ever have a drink or anything like that, man. He was like – I think he was perfect for our team because we had so many guys from, you know, from where we <laughs> yeah, are. Rough, rough background. If, back back if somebody back was having a bro. drink, y'all would have known yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? So I think that he was like the perfect fit for us. But um, so You guys needed
1: that rose with all those thorns on your team. I, I right? Should I tell them the story, Mike,
3: of- yeah, tell them. I mean, I mean, I mean yes. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, So the, the one, the, the one funny thing that did happen—I I don't know if you guys ever seen it—but back whenever we was in school, it was called this impossible sit-up thing. It was like this thing, this YouTube or internet sensation thing, where you would prank a guy about doing a sit-up. You would cover his face up with a, <laughs> a with a towel, a, a towel or something, <laughs> and like you would like hold it down and count, and then you'd be like, "It's impossible to sit up." But the guy standing in front of, uh, over top of him, has his, you know, his, right. his <laughs> moon in him, basically. <laughs> so so we had a whole setup. We had another guy on the team who was like, one of our workout warriors on the team. And he act like he couldn't do it. So it kind of, like, set to. Him, I, I can do it to him. Like, I, I can do it for sure. There's nothing <laughs> impossible. <laughs> nothing right, right, right. That's yeah, nothing mindset, impossible. That's just mindset. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean that's how I the way. He thinks. So literally, the whole team's in there, and everybody had to work out the six o'clock group, and everyone's in there pumping them up, like "Let's do it, let's do it." So I literally we get oh, them down what? there. Yeah, man, this is trust me. They never got out because I mean he obviously made like a big stoppage to it, but literally it happened to him. I was standing over top of him. He jumps. He sits down. And he, you know, I'm in my moon position, and literally he just <laughs> pops right up. <laughs> <laughs> literally, yeah, you yeah. Could, <laughs> right in, he channeled <laughs> everything. Yeah, oh my. You guys are the first to hear this story, man, but that <laughs> It's a truer, man, but uh, it, trust wait me. A, wait a th-
1: minute, so he, he kind we of offended were, you as well in this situation, right? Yeah, 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 like, a yeah. little violated, you know what I mean? <laughs> <Right>. but, <laughs> <laughs>
4: a little bit more than what you had asked for with the impossible sit-up. Yeah,
3: right, man, but it, it, it was all fun and games, man, and uh, at, at the end of the day, he got a laugh out of it. The, there. He settled everyone down, and everyone got everything deleted off of it, and uh, the coaches <laughs> got the involved. But they, I mean, up, right. the coaches coach were on the ground laughing about it too, man, so right. it was a great time. We were all <laughs> a little bit idiots well, in college. Honestly, but that's how close of a team we were, yeah. man. Like we're Clearly. You know, very yeah, very close like, yeah, right. yeah we got a little bit closer than most <laughs> <those> teams <laughs> right We you know we had a great team a great you know group of guys and you know all of us bonded really well and i feel it, even to this day like even though we don't talk to a lot of the guys that we went to school with because all of us are in different walks of life and you know we're staying in different places like when we see each other it's like we never left and and that's a great feeling even when you're part of a football team especially of a championship football team mm-hmm. uh, i think this year is our 10th year uh, reunion that's coming up for it and they'll be celebrating that one of the games this year in Gainesville, but. Uh, You know, that team that we had was a very special team, and it it meant a lot to all of us, and it really changed our lives you know, everyone on that football team's lives for the good.
0: The impossible setup up did? Or, yeah, no, yeah. That, that, well, it started with that. Started, no, don't right, get it wrong. Yeah, now, yeah. That, that was that the one of the, the main reasons. <laughs> I don't I know if that was before
3: or after the <laughs> championship. <laughs> but, uh,
0: I didn't do yeah, it. Was. it was. <laughs> no, that's, that's, again, I'm, I'm the other gator in the room, so that's really cool to hear. We had to hear something, and then I was like, well, what's the most Tebow thing you ever saw Tim do? Because with TJ Preach, we were talking about it on the way up with, uh, you know, the rah-rah speeches or the, you know, the quarterback that's looking for the safety to run over. Is there anything I, that, that maybe we wouldn't that, have I mean, seen? Huge. That was just that was, him, man. He yeah. worked
3: out with the offensive line. Uh, he lifted with us. He was a very strong guy. He squatted just as much as the offensive line did. He lifted. Well, he was just in the weight room. room. He was a monster. I mean, he he was, was pulling guys around. He was just everything room. you want in a college quarterback. Like, in my opinion, every, if you want a college quarterback, build him like Tim Tebow. Right. A leader, Absolutely. a leader, leader a leader leaders, that's yeah. fearless. That you know that gets a he has a following not only from his teammates, just from everybody that's just okay. attracted to him. Like even when he made it to the NFL, he had a following that no other player had. Everybody wanted to be around him. Like he was the guy that he's kissed one of those babies. guys too that
1: Mike that you know people love or hate because he can't be that. He can't be this good of a guy, and like, that's what you, you know, want. You want yeah, a guy exactly that people right. hate because Polarizing. he's
3: such a good guy. You know yeah. what I mean? That's what you want. Yeah, and and honestly. And listen, a if Belichick point. bringing him in while Tom Brady's there, that, you, that just tells you right then and there how much he meant to the football world.
0: Right. Yeah, Absolutely. that's that's a fair point. But, you know, I know a lot of guys in the league, they like they didn't want to hear. So when he came in, he was getting certain attention and, they you know, drinking milk and kissing baby. They, they just didn't want to see and hear all that. So it's kind of cool to hear from the two of you guys like, no, that's just who he was. Yeah, right? I mean,
1: he was great. Yeah. We need more guys like that. Absolutely. You know, you got to have, you know, I always say this. When you, when you create a football team, you, know, you got to have a few guys that you want your daughter to date. Oh, you got to yeah. have a whole bunch of guys that you want your daughter to stay as far away from as <laughs> possible. Oh, yeah. We got a bunch you know of those mean? guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're probably probably you're looking right. at two of them. <sure>. But, but, yeah, absolutely. You're right, man.
3: You do want a lot of them guys on the team, man. And Tim was that that picture-perfect guy, man. And I don't think that anyone has so far ever did that. You know what I mean? And he, he the, the crowd that he brought, man, the how he brought the whole entire school together was just amazing, man. And that's why he's so blessed on all the things he happened now. I mean, name how many players are going to baseball, just right. not even playing baseball in college. You know, he was in high school. But, I mean, it just shows you how much he meant to the whole entire world, and he still does.
1: Well, you know what, though? And it also shows how much he meant to you guys because... You know, you guys did the work in front of him. Yeah, he had yeah. a lot of he had a lot of time to throw. Oh yeah, he oh, yeah, he had a lot Ooh, of room, room to run. Time. Yeah, I mean, you guys up front as well doing what you guys did for him. I mean, he had to appreciate that as well.
3: well I, th- I think he did, and obviously, uh, obviously he did. But when you got a guy like that, you just want to do good for him, and it was just it made us better football players. And I think that's that's what you want in your quarterback a guy that makes people around him better. And mm-hmm. we, I mean, we had a lot of talent on that team. Don't get me wrong, but T. was the perfect fit for that football team, and it, it worked really, really well.
1: You know, let's talk a little bit about, you know, you guys when you made your decision to go to, to turn pro. I know Marquise went first and Mike, you stayed an extra mm-hmm. year to move over to center as, yeah. as well. How'd you guys decide who was going to go first? He was scared to leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I turned my papers <laughs> in, I, yeah, I mean I w I wasn't
3: scared to leave. I you just I didn't want to leave, leave that, the party. That, that that's yeah, what no, <laughs> was yeah, they, they, more, they, on, on, they, on, trust on me, loved us. they love this. They love us there, but It wasn't that. Both of us had a mindset that we were going to go through three years in college, and we were both going to leave. And, uh, you know, we grew up very, very poor. And our dream was always to be NFL football players. And so we worked really, really hard at being that. And uh, when we turned our papers in after our junior season, his came back first round, and mine came back first second. And so when I seen the second, I was like, man, you know, I worked so hard to get to where I am in life. I don't want to be a second-round pick. I want to be a first-round pick. And so, you know, I sat down with my parents, and uh, I sat down with my offensive line coach. It was uh, Steve Adazi and John Heavesee. And both of them were just like, you know what, Mike? I think it would be best for you to come back and play another position and show the scouts that you can play center and guard, and that, uh, that can only help your draft style. You can't hurt it at this point because of the kind of football player you are. And I was like, man, so I sat down. And then you, you have that grace period where they give you like two weeks where you got to make a decision after the semester starts. So I, t- I waited to the very last day. <laughs> you know, school wasn't always our favorite thing. You know? <laughs> to, I, be, uh, to be honest, Mike, Mike would have been a first-round pick anyway. Yeah, he yeah, should have went out and tested it but because he should have been a part of the old CBA. Because right. no matter what, even if it had left back then, the money would have been the same exactly, as what he went to, Not knowing that at the right, time. Right, and my right. agent tried to tell us, Joe Siegel tried to tell us, he's like, look, the CBA is going to change. They're going to have less money. So even if you win the second round this year, you're going to be the same thing as being in the first round the, first the following round. year. So I was like, and I, at the time I didn't believe him. I'm like, no, nah, that's not going to happen. Are you going to never let that happen? But, uh, but looking me, back I, I, at it, I nah. wish I would be a year above now. <laughs> now I got to chase him. So we, even when we both retire, no, he's back, I, trip, get, I, mean, I feel like yeah. I got to yeah. play one more year. year. You know what I mean? That's going to kill me. That ain't by choice. I moved in. <laughs> 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 no, but, but honestly, it, it was funny with me because, they, you know, the Florida loved us. The, the whole entire fans, the staff, the coaches, everyone, they tried to convince me to stay. And uh, I'll never forget it because Coach Mix is still my guy. He was a strength coach at the time. He was with uh, because Meyer's still at um, Ohio State. Yep. And he texted me and said, Jack, the Jacksonville Jaguars just got back to me. They said, third round. So I sat there for like yeah. an hour. I'm debating in my head. Like, I'm, I'm literally sweating <laughs> at this time. I was a little bit, you know, baby fat on me. I had a little bit more fat <laughs> on me. I'm like, Man, did he just try me? Right. So, I, I literally text him back, we will see. So, never, every time that I see him now, I always joke with him a little bit, like, hey, coach, <laughs> you, you remember that third round selection, right? Right. <laughs> had me, had right. me a little, He had me a little bit of my feelings at that time. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you. I probably had Wait to three fight.
0: rounds to go to Jacksonville.
3: Yeah, yeah Jacksonville, you're too. Like, right? <laughs> Jacksonville needed a lot of picks at that time. The one in the third round in needed.
4: <laughs> oh, man.
0: That's too much. So, what was that like, right? So, then the switch to center. So were you a guard? Were you a center the entire time? I, High I was, school uh, all the way up? And you know. were.
3: I played a uh, guard in high school, and then in my first year there, I was at guard there okay. too, right. as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I made freshman All-American, just to say. And then my coach was like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah what he, 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 a to on me. the back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Google, Google me, Google that. Right. But um, my coach was like, "Man, we're gonna we're gonna um, move you to center this year." My second year, I'm like. Coach, like, are you trying to mess up my career? How, I just came off an All-American season. Like, wh- wh- why do you want to switch me? And luckily he did, man. It was one of the best things he ever did in my career was going to center, and especially for Mike, too, man. But right. uh, it was truly a blessing just to just to play with the guys that we play with. I mean, I still play with Gilbert with uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he was one of the best o- O-line coaches that we had. And now I got Coach Munchak, and I had a lot of great ones, Coach Coogs, and things like that with uh, the Steelers. But Adazio taught us the discipline, and we needed technique, man. We, we right. used to be in the hallway for minutes at a time and just in our position stance, he would stand up and say, shake it out, and i go to the other position. Like, he he trained us to be the way we are today, and that's why we're so big. We're not the biggest offensive linemen. But we hit our techniques really, really well. We know. I could with. tell they weren't big, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, was a couple big dudes. It's amazing, when I got, when it's amazing when I,
1: what 300-plus pounders look like nowadays yeah. in the league compared right. to the no, Like, looking. roly-poly back when yeah. I played. Yeah. not anymore, man. When he, I got
3: there, Matt Starks was, what, six nine, three hundred and seventy 370 pounds? You know what I mean? I'm like, God dang it. Do I got to eat more or something? All my linemen are big. Like, 330 right. pounds. And Keep I'm yatu. Uh, was Yeah, he, he was, was, huge. was huge. It's but crazy. He, he was, he, I mean, you know how those Samoans look. He was never like a fan. <laughs> <laughs> was he Samoan though? Was he Tongan? You sure he's Samoan? Because, you know, they get real offended with yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you better get it, get it right. Just Harris, keep it whatever it, it is. you making that yeah, Just call him Polly. You know I love you, Chris. Don't, don't, don't put a bridge between me and Chris.
0: Now, that means that you guys were essentially playing, well, not next to each other, next to each other, but you guys were playing on the same line always playing with each other, not competing against each other. Was there ever a moment, because clearly you guys are so close. Yeah. Yeah. Was there ever a moment that you ever had to compete against each other, whether it was on the football field or in some other walk of life?
3: Well, my freshman year, they moved me over to defensive tackle. Midway through the season, I wasn't starting at the time, and I was upset. I I felt like I should have been a starter, and the coach wanted to get me on the field. And so our defense was struggling against the run. And uh, after Sean Marino, we played Georgia and uh, Noah Marino rushed for, like, 250 yards on us. Killed us. And from there, from that point on, Coach's like, look, can you go over to defense? Because he loved my energy. He loved the, the way I practiced and everything. And so, he's like, can you go over to defense and see if you can help us? So, I ended up going over and you know when you play offensive of line for so long, you know all the calls. So right. I, when I was in practice That's playing defense. Right. I was, I was there, like, hey, get out of my cheating. playbook. They're cheating over yeah. here. Like he knows everything we're saying. So I look like an all american yeah. I look like Dominican Sue at the time. So I, I felt like, so I ended up starting like the last six games. I got an interception in, I in didn't the bowl know that. game. Yeah I, yeah, I got an interception in the bowl game against Michigan. And uh, you know, I thought I was like, man, you know what? I'm I'm gonna be a defensive lineman for the rest of my career. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a first-round pick at D-line, and the coach is like. So we go in the offseason, and Coach Meyer brings me in. He's like, yeah, "I'm moving you back to right. Guard. I'm moving you back to right guard." I'm like, "There's no way. Like, why?" He's like, "Cause you suck at defense." <laughs> so was I, was like, all right. I was like, "All right, yeah, all right. Well, I ain't okay, gonna argue with okay. hey, You see my film, coach? Did you see that pick against Michigan? I guess I didn't do enough.
0: But now, were you guys? But did you guys have to line up? Did in you ever, practice, oh, I'm yeah. telling I
3: used to tell coach they're cheating. Because he knew right. all the calls. We would make it like a, I don't know, back then like a single call Are or you something. saying
0: that because he maybe got the better of you a little bit in practice? Or? Maybe once. You know? <laughs> <laughs> not every time. Don't, don't get me wrong.
3: <laughs> but no, yeah. it, it was great competition, man. He actually made us practice harder because he knew the calls. And you had to figure that most of the time some deep linemen on other teams would know the calls. Yeah. But it, it, it did get us better.
1: That's like going against your own team in training camp. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's like
3: going against the defense and Our they, defense. They, they know it's a run, it's run period. Like Correct. They know you're not throwing the balls and they're just flying off for the runs. So Coming straight that's on. what it's like. That's great, what's up, man.
0: great stuff. <laughs> well, we're going to take a quick break, try and pay some bills here, but we will be back in the fish tank with the Pouncy brothers in just a moment. This week on the Five Reasons Podcast, we're getting ready for Dolphins training camp with Omar Kelly and Chris Perkins of the Sun Sentinel.
4: Uh, let me just say this. All this offensive line talk is a bunch of bulls okay? I, I, You know, the, the talk
3: about they need to be better at guard and all this mess, What was the year they had two offensive linemen? 2014, go to the Pro Bowl, Brandon Albert and Mike Pouncey. And what did it do for you? You've had an all-pro center. You've had two all-pro guards and Richie Incognito and Mike Pouncey. You've had an all-pro left tackle and Brandon Albert. And it's gotten you one playoff
0: appearance since 2008. Subscribe to the 5 Reasons Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good design is good business, but great design can be a game changer. Whether you need a new company logo, dynamic presentation decks, or want to bring a winwood style mural to your corporate office or event, Thunderous Genius will exceed all of your expectations. The Thunderous team has worked with your favorite sports franchises, athletes, and entertainers, and can't wait to bring that perfect blend of creativity and structure to you as well. So contact them at thunderousgenius.com. Say that the fish tank sent you and receive a 50% discount off your first project. Half off! So what are you waiting for? It's time to get Thunderous and now on to the show
1: welcome back to the fish tank as uh seth and i are joined by mike pouncey and his brother marquise pouncey let's talk a little nfl here mike you know first round draft picked by the dolphins i believe in 2011 i think marquise you were at pittsburgh in 2010 yeah, the yeah. year before mike you talked about in the, earlier in the segment about you know you're projected the year before to be first round or second round you were 15th overall pick mm-hmm. that's uh, that's pretty high in the Feels draft hard. i went i went 25th and i I was just happy to get into the first <laughs> round. You know what I mean? So you were solid in the first round. There were only 30 teams when I came out, too. So Jeez. that's another little. Yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm showing my age right now. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, i yeah. showing my age. <laughs> They've he been looking at everything. like, like yeah. wow, 30. <laughs> <laughs> um, so talk about that experience a little bit on draft day yeah. and when the, the call from the Dolphins, you know, and things like that. And then Marquise, will, will go back a year and talk about your yeah, call from Pittsburgh. No
3: so it, it was an awesome experience. I actually uh, chose to do the, um, the New York City, uh, go up there and do the draft up there, walk across the stage. You know, I just felt like at the time I was it was nerve wracking and I, I just I didn't know where I was going to end up. You know, I was kind of hoping that I went to Pittsburgh at the time just because my brother was there. But uh, we went up with the whole family. We took everybody up. forgot what hotel we were staying at, but it was a really, really nice hotel. And it was like, man, like this this is what the big times feel like. This is like, this is what it's like to be in the NFL. And so we ended up getting up there. You know, I, At the time, I was promised by the uh, Dallas Cowboys that they were going to take me at them nine. damn promises <laughs> Yeah, you know mm-hmm. how it goes. So they told me they was going to take me at nine overall. They ended up taking Tyron Smith, which is a great football player. And it was a great choice by their organization. And uh, so I'm, at that time, I'm like, all right. So my next team I had visited was the Detroit Lions. And I'm telling them my brother was sitting back there. I'm like, man, I don't want, I don't, I don't want to go to <laughs> right. Detroit, and that, that's nothing. Get, but at the right, time, I was right, like, man, I, course, I just right. don't want to go there. That's not where I want to go. Right. And I'm telling my brother, I'm like, man. So they're they're on. So the that's co- when
1: you were set on Dallas already. <laughs> Mine was set on Dallas. And it's so hard to <laughs> think Detroit after that. At least you beat that uh, plane Mary on kind of colors similar, would, you know. Whatever. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I took a
3: visit there, and the, the coaching staff was really really good. But I just I seen the city. I was like, no, nah, I don't I don't want to be in Detroit. And so uh, they were on the clock, and it was ticking down, and they ended up picking Nick Fairley, and I was like, thank God. So I was like, man, I, I don't know where I'm gonna go now nah, because I, I didn't have a workout with the Dolphins. I didn't visit with them, and so, but I knew they had wanted to take a, a either a lineman or a running back, and so I thought they were gonna take Mark Ingram. You know, Mark Ingram uh-huh. was a Heisman Trophy winner that year, and so His the, Dad played for the Dolphins. His Dad as well. played for the Dolphins, mm-hmm. and uh, so they had the cameras on the whole time, and I'm like, I'm telling my brother, I'm like, man, they're not gonna select me, and I'm, I'm looking at the time and it's ticking down. There was one minute left, and then I get a call from a nine five four number. I'm like, oh man, so that's when my heart dropped, and I they, I got the call and they say, hey, this is the Miami Dolphins. We're gonna select you in the first round. It was one of the greatest, oh, you know, man. phone calls that I ever been on. And I was so I, I was imagine. so excited, man. I was just so ready to get down here, get started. So I'm out to eat. We I fly down the next day from New York, and I'm out to eat with Coach Gucci. He was the office line at the at the time, and we're eating at a uh, Bolano's the uh, Italian restaurant. I think that's how you say it.
0: I didn't get invited to those fancy nah. spots, man. <laughs> I got Antonio's around the corner.
3: <laughs> so we're we're eating there, and at this time they had lifted the uh, the lockout, and so they had let the guys go visit with the teams. And while we're having dinner. He gets to call like, hey, the lockout started back again. So we we cut dinner short. He takes Oh, you had to you had to stop at that. Yeah, point. we stopped. Done, we stopped right. halfway. I mean, I gotta I gotta enjoy the meatball. So that I was good. <laughs> and so he takes him back to the hotel and then he's like, Hey, we're going back in the lockout. You know, we'll be in touch whenever we can call, but I, I don't and so I'm like, where well, where I go from here, you know, like what do I do? You know, like, college is so used to being on a schedule, like, hey, you got training the next day. And so I get in touch with uh Jake Long. He puts me in touch with Jake and I just start working out. We were working out at Nova for like three or four weeks and it was a great experience. I I show up, and I'm like, I'm telling my agent. So we're coming into training camp, and at this point, I'm holding out because we wanted to do my whole contract, guaranteed. And so I call him. I'm like, there's no way I'm signing my contract today. He said, Mike. 110% Hundred and ten percent, you're not signing. I said hundred and ten, like there, that's more than hundred. He's like, yeah, because there's, there's absolutely no way you're signing <laughs> your contract. I said, okay, Florida cool. education, we got that. I'm like, all right, cool. He so carried the to one too, yeah, man. I got some sprint coaches in town from uh, the University of Florida, and they're like, they're on, they're at Blondie's on a uh, Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> Fort Lauderdale. So so Lauderdale I'm, like, I'm like, I'm going. I'm like, I'll, I'll meet you guys down there. So we go out, we have drinks, man. We're We're having a great time. I'm like, man, I finally got money for the first time in my life. I get back to the room, I'm like, man, I was a great I had a great time today, man. I had a few drinks. I'm I'm like, there's there's I'm not signing my contract. So then I get a call from Joel Siegel. He's like, Hey Mike, you gotta go sign your contract. I'm like, there's (laughs) (laughs) Bro, there's no way I can go in there My first time being with the team I done had three, four, five I don't even know how many drinks I had that day But it was a lot Yeah, ten I'm like, there's no way I can sign my contract He's like, you have to They're fully guaranteeing everything So I said, right, I go in there I have somebody drop me off I sign my contract The next day I'm in full pads with the ones And you know, everybody's pissed off at this point Because I done held out the first two days of training camp Right Man, Paul Soli, I worked my ass that day. <laughs> man, I, I was like, man, this was a rude awakening to the NFL. I was like, man, the next day when I get up, I was like, man, I'm never having another day like that. And it, it kind of just, me and Joe. How long did that really last? It didn't last long, but it was <laughs> right. just the first day. Like, I didn't know the plays. Yeah, we, right. didn't have, we didn't have OTAs. We didn't have minicamp. So I'm just – I'm getting the playbook, you know, five hours before practice. And I'm there like, here, here you go. Get get ready for practice. Going up and against you're going so with the nice. ones. And I'm like, oh, my God. Wasn't
1: it crazy, though, both you guys, your first time out there, like, playing against what I call grown-ass men. Grown men, absolutely. You know what I mean? You think that, you know, you're playing in the SEC in Florida, and you're playing against these great defensive tackles, yeah. the defensive linemen. But then you get to the league, and your own teammates are grown-ass men, but they're – they're out there for real,
3: and I'm a, and I'm the first round pick. So right. they want to oh, prove that sure. they, they want to let me sure, know like sure. this is the NFL, and he he let me know. So uh, me and Paul, our relationship started off great. But uh, it, it ended good. We 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 ended up being best of friends.
1: Yeah. What about you, Marquise? And your your draft day in 2010. Man, Mike
3: just <laughs> gave you this great story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I did. I ch- I chose mine at the house, and uh, ESPN came there, and it w- it was truly amazing. We had I don't know, the cops got called several nice. times. That's what's we had up. So yeah, you had, I mean, had a, great a great yeah, party. Yeah, it was just a, just party. so many people, and I guess uh, all the neighbors in the know what to expect at the time but now everyone when we go back home they love us to death but um it it was such a great experience man I'm just sitting there and the whole entire time like Mike said it's just nerve-wracking I'm in there literally sweating like crazy and by the time it actually happened uh the Steelers I, I, I had a great feeling that the Steelers were going to do it because um I got a call whenever I was working out before and they came in like the coaching staff came in uh coach Coogs at the time was the old line coach and he came in there and um they gave me a call the street coach at the Florida coach Mick was like hey you get up here you, you, uh, I got a surprise for you. When I got out there, the Steelers were in there. Plus, I already had the pre-draft meeting with them, and I just, they, I just can tell how they were acting with me. And I knew I had a special feeling with them. When they uh, when I when they finally called me, man, and I was sitting there, I'm just like, man, this is this is crazy. Like we come from absolutely nothing, and I knew Mike was going back to college, and I was scared. I was just as scared as and nervous as more than anything because right. I didn't know what to expect. I'm leaving my brother for the first time ever in my life, and everything we ever did was together. But when it happened, man, I got up there, and I, my teammates were amazing. They accepted me right away. And when um they called in on the phone, it was just truly a blessing at that time. And the coach was like, hey, we're going to take you uh pick 18, get ready. So the, the craziest part is that when they picked us, me and Mike hop up, and we're just going crazy. And at the time – He's trying to kiss me on the cheek. I'm trying to kiss him on the cheek. <laughs> you got to go. Oh, no. Yeah, so we kind of like got caught this. It sounds yeah. like Our an situation. impossible setup story to
1: me. Bro, who are you telling? So
3: that, When I get up to the team, it's like the first thing I got to explain when I get up there because they tell you as a rookie, you get up, tell you where you're from, and uh, give us something like uniquely funny. And I'm like, man, you know what? I, obviously, you guys already seen this shit. <laughs> right. This is what happened, but you know that's my twin brother, so everything's all right. You know? <laughs> right. So, but it was, a, it was it was a really great close. experience, man, and uh, it, it truly changed our family and uh, a lot of things that happened in our lives with that.
1: So, Mike, let's let's go back to you real quick. Mm-hmm. Now, you both talked about how you grew up with nothing. Yep. So, I mean, I know Florida didn't give you guys anything either because they were abiding by all the NCAA of rules course, and regulations. Yeah. Yeah, so, course. you still had yeah, nothing while you were in college. But you got a twin brother in the pros now while you're still in school. I mean, man, that was you know, uh, it was awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, he. He was great, to me. he, he yeah, I, I, I right. had his credit
2: card. Damn
3: right. Uh, he bought me an Escalade at the time. We were big in the jury at the time. And uh, you know, I just felt like I was on top of the world. And uh, in my mind, all I had to do was go out and play good football. See? And it was going to be work out the same That's way. all he did. He majored in football. He majored <laughs> in football <laughs> that yeah, last he went year. back and didn't even graduate. He <laughs> one, just graduated <laughs> like two years ago. I, gra- I had I one class Congratulations left. on yeah. that. Yeah, That's I mean, awesome. I mean, a lot of people can't do it. I did it in four years. I only had one class left. And we took it online. So we waited because... They didn't offer it online until... Two years ago, and so I finally graduated online.
0: And uh, patience, man. Yeah, I got to go
3: back, and I got to walk, and it, it made it made our. Did you actually say, walk? You went back. Yeah, I went back. Yeah, I, cool. I, I, well, I tried to get a day off from practice during training camp, but yeah. I, we ended up having a night practice, a scrimmage that night. So I made it back just in time for that. So I didn't get to miss anything. Nice. Meeting, a couple meetings. Because if work, you would miss that work, practice, work, work, the whole yeah, season yeah, would have right, been right. disastrous, right? Yeah. yeah. Those guys.
0: <laughs> Don't get me started on that. Stuff. <laughs> so 2011 was also, you know, from my standpoint, not completely personal, but you know, obviously was running Jason's foundation at that point Mm -hmm. and he had gone through this whole journey of top of the hill in Miami and then dancing with the stars so he ends up in Washington and back to my New York 2011, he returns. That's his final season, right? So you come in as a rookie, and here's JT with all of those things. Was he a good dude? Because you guys have such a great relationship now.
3: Yeah. Nah, JT was awesome, man. Like he, he, I mean,
0: you can tell us the it, truth. No,
3: nah, I'm going to tell you exactly <laughs> the truth. I, I looked up to him. It's just because he was such a legend. You know, like He was one of the you know greatest football players to play our, our game. And I used to remember seeing him every single day. He'd come in. He had two lockers at the time, so this is what made me want to get two lockers. <laughs> he had two lockers, and one of them had that a coffee. Dan Marino yeah, effect. It, yeah, it that's what superstars get two
1: when the Super- everybody's doubled up. Some dudes are so doubled I was like, up. If in I there.
3: ever get two lockers, and I, I know i made <laughs> it, made it. <laughs> I made it. So he comes and he he had one for his coffee machine and his computer, and he sit there <laughs> every single every I single day. This. I I mean pause this, but I love seeing him because he come in, he be in his towel, and he have a clean shaved head every day. I think he shaved every single day at work. And I was like, man, it must be really, really nice to be Jason Taylor. And he, he was so good for our football team. Like, at the time, we had started off, I think, 0-6 or 0-7 that year. And he was, like, the guy that, was like, that made everything better because it sucks when you're losing. But he was a guy that had been through it all, he'd seen it all, and he just made it better. Like, I remember the turning point during our season, one of our guys that came late, and it was one of those Saturday practices. It's like the easiest thing to get up for is a Saturday practice because it's just a walkthrough, and we had a guy come in late, and he was the guy that stood up and was the voice for our football team. He stood up, and he said, you know what? He was mad at the player for being late, but he was more pissed off that we had to be there such so early on a Saturday because it was like, man, it's just a walkthrough. Like, why are we got to be here at 730? Like, it makes no sense. You're setting guys up for failure, and at the time, I was like, man, like, wow. Like, Jason Taylor stood up to the head coach, and you know, he was like, man, look, no, nah, we need to push the time back because we need to sleep and get rest on Saturdays, and it, it just changed our whole season. We kind of we, we started we started winning games. I think our first road game was uh it was in Kansas City. We won on the road and we started winning from there on out. And then that's when everybody started to get scared because then it was like, okay, we're going to have to keep Coach Sperano. And I loved Coach Sperano. He was one he he brought me in. I loved him as a coach. He believed in me. And every single day he came up to me. He was he gave me just words of wisdom just to keep me going as as a young football player in the in the league. And I just, I didn't want him to get fired because he was like, man, I was like, this is my guy, you know what I mean? And sure. whenever they chose to fire Coach Sperano. I'm telling you the impact he had on our football team cuz I've seen multiple coaches get fired down here but when they fired him he uh <laughs> he real. had a dinner at his house that night and the whole football team came everybody showed up to his house that night and everybody was like wow like coach Sperano meant something to this football team right. he he was a good guy for this football team we just didn't have the good we didn't have that many good players at the time but he was a good football coach for our football team and I think when everyone showed up to that dinner it kind of showed me that man you know maybe we kind of made the wrong decision going that way by firing we just didn't have the guys right. because I've seen other coaches get fired and they had the same thing and no one show up to it. And I'm like, man, what he meant to our organization at the time, I think was, was really, really good because they had, they had good years and they had bad years. And we had really good picks under Coach Marano. So, I mean, I have a lot of respect for him. Man, he, Mike used to, uh, he was the first Jordan athlete, right, in the league was, was Jason? JT, JT yeah, yeah. Was, he was? He
0: was. There were a couple of them, but he was one of was the few because there weren't a
3: lot of guys. Mike used right. to send me some of the shoes he used to bring yeah. into the uh, whole uh, locker What man. size do you see? wear, Mike? 14. Oh, man, yeah. you
1: were, you were you in. Was golden. I, was golden. I was golden. Every one he of them. see him doing mine. that logo when he's like having those touchdowns. Jason was like really into the whole Jumpman logo He was
3: it, man. I loved him for that too, man.
1: JT would get,
0: so Jordan brand, you know, you had whatever your cash deal was, but product, right? And that was really more valuable to the guys just to be able to, to have that relationship. Absolutely. So he'd get boxes and boxes of this stuff, and he'd bring it into the locker room, and he would, it would oh, come man. in from the equipment it, room, put it right, right in the middle of the floor, of Mike.
3: You'd be surprised to see what grown men do. Yeah, for, for, right. For free stuff. <laughs> right. Especially you guys, see, it, guys, got guys got with money. money. It, guys with money. That's the craziest <laughs> yes. part. It's like it's, it, it's literally about to turn into a fight. And when guys do that, man, guys just, you attract guys, and you yeah. draw so close to it because you show that it's just not about you. You know, you're more of a team guy. <laughs> and that's a great
1: point, right there. And Mark, you talk about the. I mean, uh, Mike, you talk about the 0 and 7 season. Yeah. Now, Marquise, you've had a pretty good run at Pittsburgh. Oh, you guys man. have been in the in the mix in the hunt. You know, and I yeah, know you've yeah, had sure. some head to heads with with the with your with the Dolphins and your brother at times and. Experienced some pretty good success, and you know you said some things about Cosperano, but you know you have Tomlin the whole time. Yeah, I've been I've been so,
3: truly blessed, man. He's a he's an awesome guy, man. He's a you know I love him for what everything he does, man. He knows how to kind of I can't say a player's coach because he's not that, you know what I mean. Right. I hate when people try to say that about him because he's not that. He knows how to really be tough on you at the same time. Mm-hmm. He pushes guys. I mean, he 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 still shows clips of film on guys and it kind of like embarrasses guys in front of the whole entire team. It's right. not embarrassing. It's just he he's too real with him. Like. You guys have to know that as guys on the cutting brink, as guys that we're going to bring in, if you're not doing your job, we'll bring somebody else in to do it. So I think he's been blessed too with, you know, to be a part of another great organization with the Roonies. And, you know, he has Kevin Coburn. They all have a great working relationship, man. And uh, that's the only other coach I know. And then I went down here and met Gaze and I thought he was like this cool dude. And then he does that to Mike. So, I told Mike, you know, I will no, go find him, Mike. <laughs> but he's I, still mad. Yeah. O- I listen. I'm over it, and I, I know Mike don't want to say it because he's the top 50 player of the Dolphins. And, I, and trust me, Mike loves the Dolphins organization. I, he, Mike was a grown man at the house, and I'm telling y'all this, he was he was crying. He was hurt about that. But obviously, it's business, and everybody knows. But if, if they would have just handled it better, because I've seen it, they didn't they didn't handle it the right way. Like if you, we're grown men, like just bring us in, you sit down and talk. Say, hey, we're gonna let you go, and we're gonna get two players for your price. Man, that's that's totally fine. But for not to answer a man's call and not to to even text back like, I can't respect no man that does that, you know what I mean? Because we're not, we don't operate like that, but I know Mike don't no want to say that, and I'm going to stop with that. we
1: <laughs> we leave, we leave it right there with that yeah, one. Yeah, maybe we should know? take another break
0: here <laughs> on the fish tank. Okay, folks, we are excited to present our first ever contest here in the fish tank. Thanks to our friends at the Texas Roadhouse, we are offering a dinner for two worth up to $30 that can be redeemed at the Texas Roadhouse in Miramar Pembroke Pines, or any Texas Roadhouse location. The Texas Roadhouse in Miramar Pines not only has great food, but it is a fantastic location to bring the kids, especially on Tuesday nights where the little ones can eat for just $1.99 with the purchase of an adult entree. Not only that, but they have arts and crafts, a balloon maker, magic, and most importantly, an armadillo mascot. What kid doesn't like a giant armadillo? So hopefully you've been paying attention so far, because the first listener that can tell us what team Mike Pouncey did not want to be drafted by will be the winner. Just tweet the answer to at the fish tank eighty one, and you'll be eating like a king at the
1: Texas Roadhouse. Man, and you know I tell you, the, the business does stink like that. Yeah. But you know, you, you want to be handled as men and Absolutely. grown men. I, and that's and all I ever asked like for.
3: I mean, that's what I work for. And I'm, I came every single day. I, I brought my best. I know I got in trouble off the field, but you know every single day when I came to work, I was the best football player I could be, and I felt like I made guys better around me, and I love the organization. I mean, I, we didn't win as much as we should have, but I love being a Miami Dolphin. I, I love the fact of saying, hey, listen, I'm a Dolphin, because it meant something to me, because coming out, when you're coming out of college, you want to get drafted to an organization that has history, and the Dolphins have had history, and so when I got drafted there, it was so special to me. I was just like, you know what? Man, this is where I want to be my whole career. I, I never imagined playing another uniform, and so... When I got released, I was like, "Man, I want to go to a team that can win." But I, wanna, I, man, I used to come down here and I used right. to be jealous. I used to go up there and tell my team, "Like, man, like, I want to be treated how Mike's treated mm-hmm. with the, with the Dolphins." You know what I mean? I used to joke around about it because they treat me really, really well. Don't get me wrong, and I, that's the, one of the best organizations in football. But they, Mike was the. The love player down here, like I can't make it up. Like w- even with my organization, I know everyone in there, the cooks and everything. And Mike was the same way. I'm just like, you don't let players like this go. You know right. what I mean? Like at least have a conversation with them and, and tell them what the next plan is. You know what I mean? Like you just don't do that type of stuff. And, and the way Coach Gase did that, he know he's gonna regret that forever. Trust me.
1: Yeah, well, you can't replace guys like Mike Pouncy. No, yeah, it's gonna I mean, be tough. It's gonna yeah, take us. It's and gonna that's take some why,
3: time. I, honestly, this is gonna be this is gonna be my best year because when you put fuel on my fire that I already have to be a great football player. When I was going through the free agency process, I was like, man, I want to go to a football team that can win right now. So when the Chargers called me, I was like, man, I told Joel, I was like, man, I don't want to go anywhere else. This is where I want to go. So whatever we got to do, get a contract done. I don't care if it's one year or if it's 10 years. Let's just, make, let's just get it done because this is, where I want, this is where I want to be. I want a chance to be able to play in the playoffs. I want a chance to be able to win a Super Bowl. And when I got out there, it was great to feel the feeling of being wanted again. Correct. Because, you know, when you're, when, you're some, when you're a place somewhere for so long, and you don't have that much success, even though I had you know, individual success. In this sport that we play, it's about team success. And we didn't have the team success that we thought we were going to have down here. Even though we tried to build it, even though we worked for it every single year, we didn't have it. And so at some point, I knew it was going to come down to, hey, we're going to have to get rid of some of the players that's been here forever. And so when they chose to get rid of me, I was like, man, I'm going, I want to go to a team that can win right now. And so I chose the Chargers. And when I got out there, they just loved me. And it just felt refreshing to be wanted again. And so OTAs were, was great. Minicamp was great. And I, honestly, like being at practice with them, I see like I've never been a part of a practice that scores so many touchdowns. Like you see it, like you see the deep balls being connected, and you and then then now I now I know why it translates to the to the games because you see it in practice, and when it happens over and over in practice, it, when you get to the games, it's just it's just bound to happen. It's just easy then, and so when I seen it like the way that the chargers practice and, and they have a veteran quarterback and he's, mm-hmm. and he knows everything. So he's the guy that makes all the mic identifications. He's the guy that sets the fronts. And then some of the the plays that he makes throughout practice, it's just, it, it's just mind blowing to me. And I just, I'm so excited to be a part of it because it's something that, you know, I hate to say that, but I haven't seen before. And it was like, I always wonder what, you know, my, some of my brother's experience yeah. was because he's, he's been with Ben Roethlisberger for Crazy. so long and he's such a great football player. And he's always tell me like, man, like the stuff he does in practice it impresses me so much that when we see it in the game, it just – It's normal. It's normal. It doesn't, like, for us, when we're watching it on the other sideline, we're like, man, wow, like, that's – he can he makes those throws. And then you see it – even A.B., brother, like, the helmet it catches. catches. Like, he makes, he, makes, even like, the he most does it all the time. Catch. He does, like, he does yeah, it, exactly. it all the time. So when you see players like that with Keenan Allen, and then you have our defensive side of the ball, like Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram. Yeah, and our got some dogs. our cornerback, uh, Casey Hayward, you're like, wow. Like, the, the stuff they do in practice, the way they work, it's like, man, no wonder they play so well in games. Man. So
1: we we got some work to do here because obviously you go out there and you're impressed. I'm just, we got, I'm some, just we blown got some work away. to do. And we, and we've always had special Davey. talent.
3: Like yeah. I used to always say that about Sue. Like when he wasn't with the Dolphins, when he was with the Detroit Lions, I was like, man, what makes him so good? Like what makes him such a great football player? And then when I seen him come to the Dolphins and the way he worked every single day, the way he was unstoppable in practice, I was like, man, this is why he's such a great football player. Like I see it now. Like it just blows you away whenever. Like the fans, they only see it on Sunday. They only see the game days. When you see like the special football players work every single day, it's just like, wow, like now I know why they do what they do on Sundays. They don't just show up to games and they don't. It's not just talented. It's hard work that they have to put in.
0: It's, you know, what's interesting to me listening to what you're saying, Mike, is I think that when people listen to this, sometimes the immediate reaction for fans or media is they take these compliments that you're saying and these positive things that you're saying oh, your as shade right. towards where you just oh, left. No, no. Mike and now Marquise, are best we know exactly where he's coming from oh, as yeah, far as they turn in type <laughs> of way they want to turn it but 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 like we just saw this with Jarvis yeah. right you know and now you're saying the things you're saying but what you're saying is just something positive, and, and, and it's fact. This is what you're seeing. You're seeing true. what these guys are doing here, and it's not – and I, I just want to clarify. And if it was shade, then cool. Put it out there and, and say what you got to say. No, exactly but it sounds what, it, to me it, that it, you're just admiring what you're seeing and the excellence that's being displayed. That's well, exactly your how squad. you're explaining
3: it. Like yeah. Even when I when I first got signed, I was like, man, I, I've dreamed about playing with a, you know, a quarterback like Phillip Rivers my whole career. And they took it as like, oh, well, you know that's shade at Tannehill. I was like, no, yeah. that's not shade at Tannehill. It's, it's just – For me, it's just like, man, listen, we know who the great, great football players are in our game. And for like to be able to be with a top five quarterback, a guy that's going to be in the Hall of Fame, it's like it's not throwing shade at Tannehill because me and Tannehill are really good friends. We still talk to this day. And I and and trust me, I told him the other day he called me. He was checking on me because he told me, he's like, you know, it's it's just not the same without you here. And I'm like, man, I appreciate it. man. I miss you guys because I never wanted to be on another team. Even though I always said I wanted to play with another guy or be, see what it's like to play with a quarterback like Phil Rivers, I, was like, I never wanted to be on another team because I wanted to win down here because it meant something to me. And so when, I, when Tannehill called me, I was like, man, he was like, I, was like man, I miss you guys, and I, and I hope you guys win this year. He's like, man, do you really mean that? I'm like, yeah, man, because I, listen, I don't know how long I'm going to play for the Chargers. I hope it's for a long time but who's to say I, at the end of the day I want to come back and I want to retire Miami Dolphin that's what that's what means something to me because this is where it all started this is where I put in everything at you know I've done a lot for this not only for the football team but for the you know the community and right. I and I feel like when I'm done playing I'm going to be living in South Florida so why would I burn bridges that Aren't supposed to be burnt anyway.
0: Yeah, and you got yeah. a brother for that anyway, man. Yeah, so yeah. You know, I, I, don't I don't care about he, he <laughs> yeah. yeah. back. He's the yeah. bad guy for you yeah. But yeah. that's really cool I to think, hear, do you think?
1: I, I think the bottom line is that these guys now play for two elite quarterbacks, and I think that's where Tannehill's is trying to get you. That. That's where we got to exactly. get him to. Exactly. He's with elite he's he's quarterbacks there. now, and that's we, where we're, we're trying to get Tannehill. And Tannehill has the hard work
3: part. Like, trust me, like he has it. Like that's what I was just about to say. He's like a Tebow. Like he does everything the right way. Everything anyone to knock him is out there, out their mind. There's no way you can knock Ryan Tannehill because the way he works comes in and works every single day. Mike, Mike used to tell me all the time, man, bro, he's the first one in the building. He's the last one to leave. So trust me, I, it's so easy to blame the franchise quarterback on everything that goes wrong. Right. But trust me, trust and believe it's, it's, it's a lot more pieces than just one guy. You know what I mean? Uh, Tannehill's a, uh, trust me, listen, I, 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 I wanted to play my whole career with him because me and him, we were young guys together. I came in a year before he did. And we we built this relationship. We had a working relationship, and we had a friendship outside of football. Like, you no, know, I know everything about it. I know his family. Like, we're still friends. And right. I want him to be successful. I want him to get to that elite level because he has the hard work. He ha- he has the passion and the love for the game to get there. Now, well, he's he play with different offensive coordinators yeah, too. Now, that's another big right. deal Sometimes you too. need help. Play like, consistency. With that. Yeah. consistency like, yeah. sometimes you need help to get there. Yeah, and you need to surround him with other players that can help him get there. You can't just always just point the finger at him. Like when. Whenever Ryan Tannehill had his best season as a as a, as a pro, our defense wasn't good. But if our defense would have been good that year, who knows what we could have done. Sounds know like I mean? my like, career, Seth. It takes more
1: than Too just a quarterback. You've seen that movie, It takes more than just a quarterback, honestly. Yeah. I agree. I agree completely, man. And that's that's what's he up. Agrees,
0: I, he agrees, and he played with Dan Marino, but but he he
1: understands where you got. Well, our defense, well, <laughs> you know, exactly. we our defense was wasn't as good when I got there. They actually were pretty good. Our offense became putrid at one point. We never had everything you need to win championships. Exactly, if You look, you look mean, at any team that wins at all, gets to a high level. You know, even your teams, Marquise. You know, you've had great defense and great offense, yeah. and even you got to have you, teams as well. Teams will lose a game for you in, in big situations. And both as well, time, so both time,
3: Ben won a Super Bowl. The defense was ranked number one.
1: Unbelievable. You know, yeah.
3: Look at any. Any team that's won the Super Bowl in the last couple years. How can you not say that? Everybody want to say Nick Foles last year, but... Man, the backup defense alignment for the, the the Eagles, there there should be starters on any other NFL team. Like, trust me, absolutely, really good. that defense is really good. Trust me, that that strip that strip sack that uh, Brandon Graham that just, made. That just wanted to show that went to yeah. show that the quarterback when because Wentz brought him all the way there, and then Nick Foles starts in the Super Bowl and they still win. Like, you that's can't scary, to, right? You know there. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy, something bro. else that, that means right. that means you have to have a good
1: team. And Nick really Foles team, is a great player right. too. He doesn't make
3: yeah. the Pro Bowl and everything. Right. Like, he could really lead a team. Don't get me wrong. Now he ain't just a, a scrub you're throwing in there, but it just goes to show that you need more. You need special teams. You need everything. They they need a trick play for him to catch a touchdown in the end zone, which Tom Brady got to get it's his hands right. One of the best right, plays you know, I've ever seen. Right. Dropped it, yeah, that's yeah, one of the best two. plays
1: I've ever seen. Yeah, though, yeah bro, wasn't man. it crazy? Oh, man, the timing. Doug <laughs> Peterson, who was a quarterback for us, he was our, our third string at one point, I believe, yeah. Sasson. He actually won shooters record-breaking game for us. Wow, wow. Three, 320, right? He won, I think, I think Doug Peters up in See, Philadelphia. Yeah, in Philly. In Philadelphia. Yeah, so he He has the cojones to make that call, <laughs> yeah, man. Cool. And that's the thing about New England and a lot of good teams like yourselves. You know, in San Diego, you can score a lot of points. You can't just settle for field goals in those games. I you got to put those it in too the now. yeah,
3: Trust me, San Diego, yeah. I mean, well, now the L.A. Chargers, but, I mean, they were field goal away from making the playoffs right. last year. They didn't have a kicker. Right. But they had everything else. Their offense finished number one in the NFL at the end of the season. Their defense was great all year long. It just – you can't just rely on touchdowns every time. Right. It's a three point league. He I mean, sounded like a charger. Really- now. It is. <laughs> this is really hard for me. Uh, to handle uh,
0: but, uh, so good. speaking of which, let's talk about. I mean, uh, look, Herm Edwards, right? You play to win the games. There's no doubt about it. You've had a tremendous success in your career, Marquise. But do you ever sit back and look and say? How did this dude go from Gainesville to Miami to LA? Like and Pittsburgh's a great city. Bro. But man. It's a great weather. I said, it yeah. all, I said it all
3: the time, but I mean it's it's unbelievable how it happened. he's always smiling like, yeah, hey, like, that. like what the heck. But I think it's just unique, man. Um, I definitely had to get cold, I mean, used to the cold weather, man. It ain't it ain't easy to play in. And when the Dolphins came up, there they're drinking so much chicken broth <laughs> on the sideline. That's probably why we won that game, man. Cause they had a really good team that year. I mean, I come down, I came down to Mike's game and he was like, at this time he didn't have this suite. He was one of them guys that he made me sit in the stand. He got me four <laughs> tickets. And I'm literally sitting there and I'm like, all it's right. You first know what? contract. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, no, I, he, I got you, I got you. He don't want to ask none of his teammates to get me a nice seat. So I'm like, all right, let me go check this out. So I'm sitting in there and I literally text him. I left in the first quarter. I said, bro, <laughs> I'm sorry to do this, bro, but I'm gonna watch you at the house. And then he finally texts back at the game, all right man, I'll meet you guys there. But luckily <laughs> they won that game.
4: <laughs>
3: but yeah. it, it's just different because the fan the fans wasn't and you know, nothing against the Dolphin fans, because maybe down here, you know, it's different down here. Every Everyone knows whenever you come to Miami, it's a different lifestyle and it's a different environment for everyone. But the fans didn't really show up to the game until halftime. And I'm sitting out there, I'm like, man, this is crazy, like – I'm with the Steelers in every single game. The guys are out here waving the tiles around. They're going crazy. They're going nuts. They're, they're so down for the team. They make you love football. It just feels like a college atmosphere. Well, you know, I, don't,
1: I hate to break this to you, Marquise, but there's a lot more to do in South Florida. Yeah, than yeah, yeah. yeah than they, I, than I, I than trust me. I There's reason he's here in the offseason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saturday Pittsburgh, night so. on South Beach or Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> <laughs> hey, or Vogue, I'm, I'm, it's hard to get there for a, a, a team that, like, we have, Mike, that play one o'clock games all the time. Yeah, they don't have none of them. You don't have that
3: many homegrown people. Like, we have people that come from different areas is different walks, different walks of life. You ever been oh, to a yeah, Marlins got, and Yankee game? I'm going to give y'all that <laughs> excuse, bro. Trust me, man. Bro. I'm going to tell you the biggest reason. If y'all, reason, was, if y'all yeah. was 16 and no, yeah. like that was. Well, oh, yeah. That's exactly right. Like that's 16, what I was going to you know tell what you. Mean? Yeah. They, they would show up. They would come out there that's and go That's exactly crazy, you know the reason. I mean? exactly. Success brings people so, out. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Look at the Lakers them now. Them I mean, out. look at yeah. all these new Lakers fans. we Absolutely. I got my Bron Bron 2-3. Wait a you You're a Cleveland guy.
1: I am a LeBron guy. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, I like that. I'm actually a Miami Heat fan. But I, I'm going to follow LeBron but wherever Juice, he goes. I know you was at every game wow. when LeBron was down here I tr- Juice, well, come when you, you come boarded. to L.A. I can't afford it anymore, <laughs> bro, out, no. I Juice, Juice, anymore Come when you come well.
3: to L.A. I get a court side seat for you because I'm going to be there all year. I'm coming. Come when you come. I'm coming. Okay, come, you
1: coming. I, I, I'm coming. Uh, you see, he's looking spirit. like, don't just get that. I'm going to get there. Juice, we see this setup. Now, I know you ain't. Don't be lying on this podcast. I know. We see the house. I mean, you living good over here. Man, this is 20 years old, man. 20 years old. I can't on it. Hey, Well, well, fellas, it has been
0: so much fun having you guys in here. I have to wish you good luck this season, Mike, as much as it pains me, man. But, you know, hearing the story, and, and I think that fans feel the same way. Everybody hates to see you go, but certainly we all wish you the best of no, luck. Thank you, guys. And, and, and of course, best of luck to you as well, Marquise. Appreciate it. If you guys didn't play in the AFC, it might be a little bit different. Oh, man. But, uh, no. Nah, we
3: you played know, them guys this year. This, what is it, December 2nd? Yeah, December 2nd. We come out. We go to Pittsburgh, and we play the or
1: we play the Steelers. Nice. L.A. weather in Pittsburgh. Uh, go. That's we're going to be watching. Hey, hey. See, Mike has it. Yeah, this it. His blood is still thin. So, so he's better calling.
0: get that soup in the microwave yeah.
3: now. Yeah. <laughs> that defense line gonna be ready for that old line. No, tell you, I got a good defense. Don't forget we got Big Ben now. Yeah, uh,
4: he's big. Hey, like I forgot know.
3: Antonio. Don't forget the three Bs. The three Bs. <laughs> Le'Veon. That's good. Le'Veon stuff. gonna be there. Good yeah, stuff. yeah, for sure this year. <laughs> I hope he's By there December, forever, man. Gotta By gotta December leave. he'll be yeah, there. Breaking yeah, news? Sure. We got some breaking news right <laughs> here? Hey, listen, if they, I, I've been telling the coach they could take some of my money to pay that guy. They're going to need player, it. Man. Special they gonna need talent. It. Wow. They're going to need player.
0: it. Yeah, spoken like an offensive lineman yeah, right there. Yeah, good doubt. stuff. Big, yeah. But seriously, oh great, great to have you guys in here. I, I'm Juice, I'm telling you, I didn't even get to talk to him, just text him with Mike. And I hadn't even told him we were giving him a check yet. He's like, yo, let's get on the podcast. I love it, man. We'll both be there. So it was really good to have you in here. One of the things that we like to do, one of our supporters, Sundress Genius Creative House, has uh, these T-shirts for all of our guests looking at the artwork that both of you guys displayed. Oh, There's yeah. plenty of it. Uh, so this is the cream shirt here. <laughs> Creativity rules everything around me. So like we got that. one for each of you guys. Thank is it double? Guys. Can, yeah, yeah, a yeah, double? Yeah, 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 yeah. Double, double. double perfect. <laughs> three, three. <laughs> you spear 3X and then we yeah, lost yeah, the baby. Yeah, I saw I those yeah. old Florida pictures. Yeah. 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 I Don't saw those. I thought they hid those. <laughs> but, uh, 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 internet, man. That Google. That Google. We did a little research for this, but... Really great to have you guys here. Appreciate you coming to the Fish Tank Studios, Juice. I, I hope we can have him back.
1: I would hope so, man. Oh, we, we love get to come some back. more stories, you know, after yeah. the, after the season. Yeah, I got to come back so. after I see Gaze. We, we gotta, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> We're gonna do a whole podcast yeah, yeah. on Gaze alone. A yeah, whole we'll, podcast. We'll, come, just,
0: we'll definitely come back for that one. <laughs> absolutely. Well, thank you to all the supporters that we've had here for the podcast. Our advertisers, DJ Preach, that was here producing the show. Special guest Epiphany that was in here handling yeah. some of the photos that we'll get out there for you. Uh, you Mike God. and Marquise Pouncy, good luck to you guys. Thank you so much for being a
1: part of this. Uh, thank you guys. You guys Appreciate awesome. it guys. Thanks for diving in, fella. Thank
2: There's you. You're now diving
1: into the fish
2: tank. up in that fish tank. Who that? Uh. Sitting down with Seth living. Chef, OJ juice, juice who man, man. Who Ooh. And this is strictly for them true yeah. fans, dog fans. Number one. one, of course y'all, this ain't no ordinary sports talk Dive up in that fish tank Go get your aqua orange, yeah, kind time to dive up in that fish tank It's only legendary talking when you dive up in that fish tank Rocking with OJ and Seth when we dive up in that fish tank uh uh-uh. okay. fans with attitude, we better okay. dive this up in that fish tank horse. Celebrate big or cry hard huh? Leave it all on the field, we gon' try hard. Old school, a new school, mix it in. Feeling like we up close when we listen in. Darkest in Miami is the deep in. We vibing with our favorite players, no secret. We get with Seth and McDuffin, bringing up stories we never heard to the public. Bet we love it, Dolphins fans never budging. We loyal to the team, wasn't happy or we upset. We be like, what's next? Don't switch the subject, you know it's all about them fins. And if you ready for that water, time to dive in. Don't switch the subject, you know it's all about them fins. And if you down with Dolphins Nation, time to dive in. Don't switch the subject, you know it's all about them fins. You looking at that fish tank, it's time to dive in. Fish tank Go get your aqua orange Yeah, it's time to dive up in that fish tank It's only legendary talking When you dive up in that fish tank Rockin with OJ and Seth When dive up in that fish tank